somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me... It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. Hey. I don't like that. Hey. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Hey, Cross hey, culture. hey, hey. How y'all doing today? This is Damio. Hi, everyone. I'm Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. Welcome back to another fabulous, fantastic episode. Yes, a beautiful episode. How are you doing, girl? Girl, I'm on a cloud. I'm on a cloud. Oh, really? Give us a tea. Yes, you guys. I finally was able to see my man. Oh. My boo. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. My love. The person who has been true to me in all these years. Mm-hmm. Drizzy. I went to the Drake concert. Yeah. I was so excited by going to the Drake concert, y'all. Like, okay. so, so, so excited. Drake is awesome. It was a really big concert. Like, we were in a big stadium, but mm-hmm. it felt so, like, personal. It felt like, you know, he definitely was doing this for, um, he definitely did it for, like, the OG Drake fans. Like, he was doing mixtape songs. He was doing stuff that I honestly didn't think, because, you know, this is not Drake first, second, or third tour. So I thought a lot of these songs I would not get the opportunity to see mm-hmm. live whatsoever or hear live. But he just really made it a point to be like, you know, go back in time. Like, that was the theme of this concert. Like, it's all been a blur. Like, How everything. How long did he perform for? Excuse me. Drake performed for a long time. Like, he performed for like an hour and a half. Then um, 21 Savage came and did a little set. And then he came and joined 21 Savage so they did their joint Mm -hmm. um, mixtape or whatever. And that was good. Like, Drake did that. Nice. He did that. Kudos to my baby. Good, 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 good. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yes, definitely a bucket list. Crossed off my bucket list. See Drake in concert. Awesome. Um, for me, also highlights. I'm trying to see the highlight of my week. Hey, Fourth of July like, was this week too. Oh my god, yes! So I bought me a little grill. That was definitely a nice highlight. I'm like, um, because you know, me and you were talking like, what are we gonna do? We have no plans. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me just go to um, where did I go to? Um, Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot. Yes, bought me a little grill. Um, and we grilled for the first time. I felt like an adult. Hosted a little barbecue. Had friends and family come over. Um, it was quite nice. It was was definitely a vibe. It was a vibe. Yes, I'm like, we could do this. We don't have to like, you know, sometimes we're always like waiting on to go to somebody else's barbecue. You know, it's like, girl, let's just do it ourselves. I definitely felt empowered. Like now we know how to barbecue. Exactly. And um, actually, yesterday I had a bridal client that went so successful. Um, you know, weddings are always stressful. You know, it's like, oh my god, my hair, my makeup, my dress, mm-hmm. and all of that. We did a trial, and like when we did the trial, we're like, okay, we know adjustments. So she came Friday for us to like, you know, the main style, and then Saturday I'll do like the touch up and get it, like you know, vibe mm-hmm. room ready. And the Saturday on Friday when she came, she was like, she was giving like she was like, mm, okay. 
but not like yes you know what I'm saying? Like, she's content, but not satisfied. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you got to let me know what you want. So anyway, I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I said to myself, don't even doubt yourself. Don't shake. Yeah. So Saturday I went. We did it. Girl, she was in love. She was happy with the whole look. Um, like, she looked flawless and beautiful. And it was also just nice. I have a lot of, um, I've had a client that, you know, for their big occasions, that like they wear wigs and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I totally get, I understand, because natural hair could be a lot. Natural mm-hmm. hair be disappointing sometimes, you know? It's unpredictable. Yes, but I loved that she was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with my natural hair. She wanted to do like a crochet and some other stuff. I'm like, girl, you know you don't want that. Um, <laughs> because I just know her personality, and I was just like, mm. But I I, I would li- I like to, I want to highlight the fact that she's, you know, was like, you know, let's stick to my natural hair because that's the reason why I have my locks, you know, yeah. to embrace and be comfortable and be able to celebrate myself and feel like my natural hair is a, you know, it could be an event look too and yeah. not just an everyday look. So I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed, like she, she looked like a beautiful queen, you know. Shout out to you for Thank doing you. Thank more you. and more bridal yes. consultations. And okay. Yes. I'm like, okay, resume is, Special you know. event hairstyle mm-hmm. as well. Kudos to you Yeah, I was for like, building. I like this. Traveling to a place. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Okay, let me find out. Traveling okay. hairstylist. But yeah, that was my highlight. So as we like to say, you guys, try and focus on any positive thing going on in your life because life be life in. It surely does. But Dami, you know how we like to start. We like to start with the hot Hot topics. So we haven't given y'all some global news in a while. True. So we're like, let's give you something. Um, so basically, um, the Taliban, they are banning beauty salons in Afghanistan. Ordering them to shut down within a month. Why? Because they say that it's against Islam. Oh. Mm-hmm. It says it's against, it's against Islam. Um, and you know, the Tal- Taliban, they took over the country, I think, in 2021. Um, and this is the only way that a lot of those women or all women are able to like gather, come together, make money, socialize. Yeah. Um, so now, so this is going to be a significant setback for them. Um, they're also banning them from gyms, you know, public Damn. spaces, public bathhouses, um, most areas of public life and work. Um, and like women need to be accompanied by men if they're to go out and if they're to go out, they need to be covered. Like, you're not just over hijab, but like, you know, when the full full, exactly. And they're saying they're doing this to provide a comfortable and prosperous life for women. Really? I think that this is, um, I'm really glad that you brought this story because this also ties into some of our later subjects. I feel like this idea that women are not um, are not autonomous over themselves, mm-hmm. that our being is attached to a man. Yep. It's, it's, it's a lot. Prayers to those women, truly and honestly. That we need to be controlled. Yeah. And, it's you know, it's crazy because this is 2023. And, you know, I mean, so many things are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID happened. The monkeypox happened. That did happen. I know, right? That was a crazy little phase. We're that like, monkey did box. happen. Um, a lot of movements are going on. But it's like, there are parts of the, you know, then Ukraine and all that. But still other parts in the world where, like, damn, they they going through the shit. They're still going through their own dramas. Like, to still think that's wild. I'm like, I forgot about the Taliban. 
like oh that they're even still in control of the it's whole country it's very much given early 2000s yes like, the Taliban is an early 2000s um, global affair exactly we them no but it's like no they still heavily exist and controlling the whole country now I thought they killed Osama bin Laden I'm unaware and they're like you know they're a kid a woman after um, um, sixth grade no more education for them Yes, in 2023. As a teacher, I know how detrimental that is. Too. Like, what? That's detrimental to the whole country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you even think your country is even going to improve? How do you how do you expect economic, you know, growth for your country? Like, what? They really don't grade? see women as people. That's just kind of what it really breaks Property. down to. That women are not um, human beings. We're just here to please procreate. them. Procreate. Yes, procreate please them sexually and, and procreate. That's yeah. it. Um, you know, if a woman, if they think a woman is cheating, whether they have evidence or not, they will stone her to death. Jesus not the man. Christ. They still do this. Not the man that she's supposedly cheated with or the man that did cheat, you know. Um, even, you know, even the father of that girl would take her. Mm. to be stoned you know and it's just like everybody hates women why it's sad mm. it, it, it's and i just hate that it's being done in the name of religion yeah to say that oh because it's prohibited by islam I'm, I, I don't know yeah because i do want to highlight you know um islam i know it has a, a reputation of being uh, oppressive towards women but anybody who's a real scholar of islam knows that um, a big practice of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. he really was pro-woman like mm-hmm. a lot of the teachings of Islam like the original teachings um, promotes womanhood and really wants people to respect women and understand that women are the vessel of life mm-hmm. women should be catered to like women are your partners and yeah. women are who help you become successful like mm-hmm. that is the real practice of Islam yeah. so like I do definitely want to put that out there because I know that's just like a stigma yeah especially when we see and hear all this stuff there's a lot of Middle Eastern influence when mm-hmm. we think of Islam like we don't think of Islam as the religion but it, it gets cultured yeah yeah with a lot of that and I think that's just kind of like that's really unfortunate to attach female genocide in a way to a religion exactly because i know we talk about religion a lot we talk about like christians and pastors city jakes whatever um and i want us to have like a uh, for me i want us to just highlight that i didn't date i believe in religion there's importance of religion yeah. you know what i'm saying but there's no perfect religion why because it is human beings are the one controlling it you know and we're the one making you know so whether it's islam or there's a lot of stuff about christians all these pastors are doing, they're doing whatever it's like it, it's the same shit. Again, we look into Judaism and certain stuff that, like, it's probably like, damn. Because they, too, they have, like, certain, like, um, strict laws, yes. too. You know what I'm saying? Then it's orthodox and it's non-orthodox. Hey. You know? Um, so it's just like, ugh, at the end of the day, just, if you're worshiping God, worship God. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't forget the Dalai Lama was kissing boys in the mouth. Okay. I want us to remember okay. that. The Dalai Lama okay. was kissing little boys open mouthed and saying public. it was a joke. Okay, remember, and don't forget. So it's just like, you know, um, there's no perfect religion. Um, may God forgive us all. I always say only God knows who truly is worshiping him okay. or her. If God is a her. Oh, no, come on with the uh, neo like, theology. Listen, you never know. It's listen. true. Because when I think of God, I'm like, I don't know. Do I envision a man? Do I've always believed, here's, here's me being deep. <laughs> I've always believed that God is a man because we refer to God as Father God uh-huh. and in collaboration with Mother Earth. Okay. Like, it's Father God, Mother Earth. Who is Mother Earth? Mother Earth. Like, the like Earth is is the nurture. 
Okay. Like the creation, like God created the world as a as a as a not just to be there, but as a form of hum, like the humanity, uh-huh. which is where we get the Mother Earth to mm-hmm. me from. So I feel like the the divine union of Father God and Mother Earth, understanding the spirituality and the land, come together to make us down deep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving, I'm giving y'all my college mind. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, like, you know, I've always, to me, I've always tried to rationalize it to the unity of that. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. I but yeah, let's move on to the next one. Hey, I'm unavailable. Okay. Hey, I don't even remember the rest of the lyrics. I'm unavailable. Okay. Yeah. You kind of see me. It is something like It is. Anyway, yes. let's talk about Davido. Davido is a popular guy, an available guy. He's an available guy because available. you know he actually was here in Chicago last night from when we we're recording this. He was there, you know. Everybody, you know, it's mixed reviews, mixed reviews. Right, right, right. But I think one of the the best things about Davido mm-hmm. is how personable he is. <laughs> he's, you know, you don't even have to know Davido to know he's a nice, likable guy. Okay. So how cannot? A only finds model by the name of Anita. Mm-hmm. DM him on Snapchat. Find a relationship. Mm-hmm. And be impregnated by DeVito. He's such Damn. a likable guy. Hell no. He really, really is. He's so likable. And that is the case of what has happened. So, you know, let's catch up with DeVito. Because the last time, before DeVito became unavailable, right. the last time we really talked about DeVito was when um, the unfortunate situation happened mm. of where he lost his son. Mm. And this is a son he shared with his wife, question mark, mm-hmm. Chioma. Mm-hmm. I say question mark because... They shot told us they got married. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't see. There's no proof of record. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. We shot just heard. Yeah. Shaman's his wife. Yeah. And, you know, means that, you know, he had a little moment of silence, as we yeah. call it. And then next thing he came out, you know, I'm unavailable. Mm-hmm. And it was just in complete irony that we heard he actually was super available during right. this time. Um, because not only Anita, the OnlyFans model, came out, but... There's another, a French model. A French model came mm-hmm. out also saying that me too, I am with child with DeVito's mm-hmm. baby. There's a lot to unpack here yeah. for me, Erica. Thing one, mm. on a scale of one to ten, how grimy is it that he had got two women pregnant while they were mourning their Girl, son? one million. The <laughs> hell to the tenth power. Like, that, excuse me? That's crazy. And, and it's like, as he says, a lot to unpack because recently in an interview he did in London, he did say he actually has a younger son. Another he sure son. Did. He sure another did. son that is actually younger than Infani that passed yes. away. You yes, know? So, so it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, like, I thought Infani was the only son and was the youngest was child. The youngest child. Okay. So I think, I forgot what the son's name is. Um, you know, giving his son the kids' kids English name. It's Jonah or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so it's like, whoa, that happened. And then till now with this lady being pregnant, it's like, okay, we know that you're a superstar. Um, I think it is safe for us to assume that, you know, that lifestyle comes with a lot of women, a lot of attention, temptation, sex, all of that. Fine. Um, but you're in a relationship in a public relationship, um, that you have, you had a child with this person, um, and like, okay, even if you're going to cheat on her, you could not protect yourself you know, you couldn't wear a condom. You couldn't, you know, I, you know, 
this whole thing, this is not new. So it's like for me, I'm like, you know, we we watch all these shows with celebrities, whatever, reality yes. TV shows. You couldn't have them sign an NDA form yeah. and make sure, like, okay, you're on birth control. You yeah. know, I know some celebrities, they go to an extent like that. You know what? I'm going to take you to my own gynecologist. They have their own gynecologist for their women they mess with. Yes. To ensure that, okay, girl, they you're clean, on the pill. You you're clean. Maybe you have an IUD. There's not going to be no story. You sign an NDA form. So if anything's to happen, you hate me, you're mad I left you, you get pregnant. You're not going to be leaking stuff out, saying anything. And I know your cycle because the fact of the matter is it's only like five good days where women can really, really get pregnant. Not that you can't get pregnant on those other cycle days, but like for sure, mm-hmm. good, good. Day. Like there's a way to plan and track your ovulation. It just so, gives careless. Yeah. It gives like you don't, you a complete lack of respect for himself and for his wife. Because obviously if you respect your wife, at least a little bit. Let's even talk about this because I know when Anita, the OnlyFans model, she's an American girl. She's from Jersey, from New York. you mm-hmm. know, Jersey, yeah. um, and she was just talking her shit. And in, in a lot of what she was saying, she was just kind of like, really like, y'all trying to come at me. I didn't know he was married. Look at his social media. He only post his wife. Do we get married? Like, how I'm supposed to know? And it's like, you know, I think in womanhood, mm-hmm. especially as, as African women, yeah. there's a lot of pride given to, like, becoming the wife. Yeah. Right? Because as we see with DeVito, he got a lot of baby mamas, but I guess he has one wife. Right. Um, but right. in this case, I mean, did it add anything? Like, do, do we think... Like, I don't even understand his marriage to Choma or the attachment to her, particularly as his wife. Because I don't see that he respects her differently or... You know, I don't feel like, oh... Them other girls, his baby mama, but this is his wife. Right, right. I feel like the only thing with, the only difference is that you see him publicly with her. Mm. You know, whenever they go somewhere publicly. Like, now, of course, I was like, let me go through his page. Yeah, he don't post her like that. You don't? He don't post her like that. But I feel, you know, some people are like, oh, she didn't know. We can't blame her. You knew you were dating a superstar. You can't tell me you didn't Google him. Right. You can't say you didn't even Google, is he married? Mm. Who is Davido's girlfriend? You know what I'm saying? Like, as when we do it for regular guys, let me check his Facebook. Let me look at his Facebook friends. Let me do some little, insta- you know, investigate. Let me call a friend of a friend, whatever, whatever. So you're trying to say for a superstar, you didn't do any investigation. Mm. And he not, you know, we can't say that video is a small lookout. He's an international star. Yes. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not buying that excuse. I'm mm. not buying the fact of like, oh, I don't want no fame. I got my own money. I travel. Why are you talking? Why are you shouting? As why, are you making, said, why are you making noise? Bob Risky said it the best. He what said, Bob Risky, she, don't misgender. Bob Risky said, when you guys were fornicating in private, okay. you are okay. Okay. So keep everything else in private. I agree with that. That's a fact. Why are you shouting now? That's a fact. And what I didn't like too, she was talking about, she was, then she was saying, oh yeah, he's a demonic African man. He used his child for juju. Damn. And yes. And Tom, I'm like, well, don't bring your mind to this. Don't bring the child into this. Damn, you don't teach hoes some lingo and they use it against you. Yup. <laughs> It's like, don't even do all of that. You don't want no fame, you want no money, you want nothing, let it be. As Davido, we know that he's not the type to deny a child. Okay, but honestly, on some low-key shit, though, mm-hmm. let's get into the psyche of that. Because okay. I do want to get into the psyche of, like, you you just lost a child. Yeah. And in my mind, what I imagine as the woman in this, I feel like this bonds us in a way. Yeah. Even though it's an unfortunate bond, it bonds us in a way where I would never expect this level of deception and betrayal. Girl. 
And I think that this soon. There's something about that to me that screams psychotic. That you that you just lost a child with your supposed wife, and within this grieving period, because it hasn't even been up to a year since that baby. No, now um, you didn't have just one, but two. Mm-hmm. Shit, damn near three because who was this other child he was talking about in the mm-hmm, interview? Mm-hmm. Um, what is like to me is like, damn, what is what is that? Like, is that okay? Like, I'm really confused. I think it's as the sick. I think it's absolute lack of discipline, which is really common among you know Nigerian man. Lack of discipline is like, <sighs> oh, we have money, mm, it's okay. Money will solve everything. Because the lady did show, like, some of the DMs between her and, I think, maybe his personal assistant, mm, one of his, his guys, or whatever. Or something like that. Saying, like, okay, after DNA, you know, if it's a baby, we'll take care of our baby, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's not really... It's merely Americans or the Western world that be like, oh, I ain't, I ain't my child. Africans be like, okay, well, if it's my child, I'll all right, it. whatever. But if there's I still can. a detachment from parenting. Of course, yeah. of course. Um, but I think it's completely sick. And, you know, she showed a text message between her and Davido, too. And I kind of believe it's their text message because even certain certain lingo, you know, yeah. like you could just tell him like he was just trying to blame her like, oh, it's not your fault. I was my, I'm begging you to do this one thing for me. I mean, Loki did ask for an abortion, you know, um, just keep this hush hush, whatever. Anyway, it's complete nonsense. I feel like so this is like a thing, too, that I think like. You know, is this something like if this was an American artist, would they be canceled over this level of, um, to me, it's tomfoolery in a way, because I'm like, I'm trying to imagine like one of our American stars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe a Chris Brown or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Brown has to me been in a similar situation, but not yeah. to the extent of losing a child. And yeah. Doing all that. Like, I'm trying to imagine like, at what point mm-hmm. do we add this to holding stars and men accountable mm-hmm. in the same because to me i feel like this is in the same it's not necessarily in the same light but in the same like um it's, it's as serious to me as sexual assault because i feel like you at this point you're producing offspring with no real intention of um creating family ties and i feel like that is almost as negligent as forcing sex on somebody or forcing sex. no i don't want to say it's the same you know because it was two parties who were involved in that she as well did not use birth control she as well did not you know protect herself whatever he didn't like if he had raped her and then let's pregnancy then yeah you know what i'm saying i think is it lack of discipline yes is it stupidity is it psychotic maybe it is some type of mental stuff absolutely yes it's crazy but i would not say it's the same as sexual assault whatever whatever um but it's just an unfortunate thing again culture plays a role so i think that maybe he if it was an american thing um, artists there'd be more backlash you know but as we see with many male celebrities when they do shit oh it's loud noise and it goes down like nothing happened again you know That's what i'm saying crazy. um but again with our society polygamy multiple wives multiple women whatever is accepted you know if anything they even giving him more fame i saw people on tiktok saying like oh she thinks it's gonna make us hate him hell no we don't hate him this ain't got nothing to do with us whatever he's rich he's taking a baby whatever as but she's scared you have fornicating in silence why are you not making noise you know um so i feel like if anything is actually because this actually gave him more international it sure did I, I heard them talk about it on the breakfast club exactly I heard them talking about angela E. so now like, it, was a, it was a thing yeah so now people are gonna americans are not gonna stream his music oh, let me even listen to that let me look him up mm. he probably has more following now whatever mm. you know um uh, but of course i think the, the the victim is um 
um what's her name chiama it's yeah. quite sad it really yeah. is quite sad and not to say those other two women um don't have a right to feel bad you know yeah. what i'm saying like not to say they're not a victim to some extent um but again i feel like there's certain expectations when you're dealing with a superstar yeah. that you know that is already out there like that you know um so you should have been careful as well and it's like if you know you went into pregnancy at the end of the day get the pregnancy get the money and, and keep it because you're not two women i'm not saying anything yeah, I don't. There understand. are three women. Actually, I will say I don't understand the, the culture of exposing like this. Y'all could have kept this between yourselves. We didn't need to know it. It didn't do anything for us. It didn't add to nor take away at no. all. But but speaking of baby daddies, okay, mm-hmm. a good sis Kiki Palmer. You know, you know, she just had a baby um a few months ago. I think what five months now. Um, and she was at the Usher's performance in Las Vegas, right? Yes. And she wore her a nice little, you know, sexy outfit. It's one of those like um body suits and the it's a, like a, a neck sheer, sheer over. dress mm-hmm. over. So the cheeks were out. Um, and then you know Usher was singing to her. As we all know, anybody that's at Usher's concert, every other like female artist that goes there, like he sings to them. Okay. And he's a sensual artist. His songs is uh, his songs are about sensual sexy whatever stuff so of course he gonna get the performance so he sang to her he looked at her you know of course she was happy and then you know the baby daddy he got on twitter and he was like and this is what you wore and you a mother though Mm. like what Mm. this is what you wore you a mom though what are your thoughts I just think that that was, he played himself. Darius, you played yourself. Darius, Darius, that's your name? You played yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It's a lot, again, this is it's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> you know, because from what we saw, it was exactly that. What we saw was Kiki go to this show that we all have known about, and then we see a post, and I think when we all saw it on the shade room, we all kikied, we yeah. all was like, ah! They go Kiki and I sure mm-hmm. And nobody thought anything of it until Darius made this post. Yeah. I think that the biggest mistake he made was not only doing this on a public stage. I think that to question her motherhood as a first time a new mother is just so, like, that's a different type of jab. It's a different type of jab. You don't do that to, you don't do that, especially over something as, as minuscule as this. She just did, uh, I forgot what interview that she did, and she spoke so highly of him. She of always does. She's in love with him, how he's an upstanding man, yeah. whatever. So now the question is, does he have a right to feel how he felt? Do y'all want me to tell the truth, or y'all want me to say was acceptable? Because if I'm telling the truth, y'all going to be mad at me a little bit. Girl, boom, speak your mind. The real truth of the matter is, um, we have created this culture where we make it like just casual for people to have kids together and mm-hmm. not be married. But the reason why like that shit don't be flying is for situations like this. Mm-hmm. Because the way Darius was talking, he was talking head of household talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what he was speaking. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, you know, I'm I'm city girl, hot girl, whatever. I'm a liberal woman. Mm-hmm. But I really, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a wife and y'all in a household, then y'all communicate how you communicate. Like, yeah, that's yeah. between y'all, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And if me, if I was married and my husband had an issue with how I was dressed, mm-hmm. he wouldn't, ask, I mean, I just feel like we would communicate about it, right? Absolutely. Like, I would consider what my husband feels. Yeah. But that's my husband. Yeah. I think that Darius, for Darius to, because his second tweet is kind of what blew me too. Darius in his second tweet was like, we now live in a society where a man cannot um, say how he wants his wife 
and family mm-hmm. to go woo woo. And all I kept thinking was like, that's not your wife. Mm-hmm. Just because you had a child with her, that's not your yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like men really in their minds feel like because they have children with these women that they now have an ownership over them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, no, bro, that's your co-parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you wanted to do one band, one sound with uh-huh. it, then you should have did one band, one sound. You should have got married. Mm-hmm. I don't like this half-stepping. So, I agree to a point and certain things that I don't agree as someone who has a child out of wedlock and not married. Um, so, with their situation, they are in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, it's not like my situation where like, oh, uh, I just have a co-parent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They are in a relationship. It seems like they do live together, you know? And again, yes, we definitely have casualized the concept of family and like, you know, the whole marriage is not necessary. It's not by force. You need to be married to have a child, whatever, whatever. But if they're moving as a household whether they have a marriage title or not that that's up to them that's your business now i think that he does have right to feel a certain way about how she dressed because for me it's a certain way i want my man to dress whether you're my husband even you're my boyfriend now of course there are levels i as a girlfriend i'll know my place in certain things i could say things about in certain things i feel like i have a right to talk about you know what i'm saying because i'm mm-hmm. your girlfriend i can't run your household i can't say oh pay this bill this way or have your house look this way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's levels. But at the same time we do, we are together to a certain level. I have some type of right. I don't want my man posting shirtless pictures. Now am I going to go on Instagram and be like, and you know, and ridicule him? No. You don't want your man posting shirtless pictures? Hell no. The hell? Oh, wow. Girl, what the hell? Like it depends. If we're at the beach, that's fine. But if it's a constant or like, you know, I'm not a fan of man, you know, whether we're jogging pants and we can see a dick print. Sure. I'm like, yeah. you're my man. <laughs> don't do too much. Right. Okay. Don't, it's a balance. Like, sure. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that, that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then again, the way I'll communicate is I would, you, he embarrassed her. Yeah. The, he commu- redu- the communication he is, is what made it horrible. You know, and then it's like, come on. Again, you have to know the kind of partner you're with. She's a celebrity. She's a they star. They dress a certain way. She's a star. They dress a certain way. I, is this the first time she dressed like this? To me, I was shocked. I said, is this the worst that she's worn? Exactly. I feel like when she wore that cheetah shit, her ass was clapping in that And he posted, shit. he was the one who posted her twerking. Talking Tom, about, look at this work. Tom, see what the baby did. Tom, yeah, talking about, it's time for baby number two. Like, yeah, he see, that's how, I, at first I thought he was joking. He posted a picture of her adjusting her panties and her using her arm to cover her, her breasts yep. with her little bump. Yeah. Come on, you're still showing body. That's body addy. You're still showing pregnant or not. It's just still showing you're body. Titties. It wasn't maternity matern- photo shoot. Come on, you see, put it on Twitter. So you, I feel like it was just more of the, because how us it was, you know. I feel like it was more of that interaction that pissed him off. I want to go back to this um, relationship, because I think this is part of the, the mm-hmm. issue of, like, how serious are we taking boyfriend, girlfriend versus mm-hmm. marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think, like, and, and I don't want to miss, you know, I don't want to misconstrue things. Obviously, within a relationship, y'all have y'all boundaries with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that too often, because I've seen a lot on social media, baby, social media is a place. Um, I think that too often there is no real, like, like we have so many stipulations that mm-hmm. we put as, like, casual relationship partners. Yeah. And that people don't, like, understand like they, these are levels right yeah, yeah, because yeah. i think i feel like i agree like in, if i was in a relationship 
with somebody, there's certain things that I like and I don't like. Like, yeah. if my man don't be doing all that goofy shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. There's certain things like, you disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that when you before you are married, all these things are an option and a choice. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the, the literal, to me, that's the literal definition of like, well, I'm married, so now I've chosen to confess form mm-hmm. to this because I'm like I've chosen this like, yeah there's the person I chose so I gotta conform to whatever but I feel like this should still be a choice in marriage it shouldn't be there's but I get what you're saying I get what you're saying there's more of like huh, yeah. I feel like there's more like I have to consider it yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, my yeah, husband yeah. absolutely as in my boyfriend is like you talking to me mm-hmm. it would be nice if I could yeah. consider it yeah but I don't have to because we are not exactly one. like and I think that that to me is like where there's a disconnect in that. And yeah. I think that this situation really brought that. Yeah, yeah. To me, I feel like that's that's what we talk about here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I feel like he spoke to her yeah. like he was the head of household. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think also something that we see and we notice, we see Kiki outside a lot. She had that baby and it, and it ain't been inside since. It ain't mm-hmm. even been, I mean, I was shocked when she said like she's working. Months. She's outside, you know, yeah. she's working, she's doing stuff. And to me, obviously, who's with the baby? Mm-hmm. Major- I, I, I mean, we don't know. It could be her yeah. mom or whatever. But let's say I think dad is with the baby a lot. Yeah. And I think that he felt like, this is too much for me as a man. Of course. I think, again, I think, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. However, I do want to say, um, now with my situation, I'm just also learning because let's say me and my child's father were together um, and you know, we have a child, we're together. I, I would respect this man as, okay, this is my man. Because also, yes, as a society, we've also casualized having kids and making whatever, but yeah. having a child with somebody is a major, it's a great, it's, it's major. a major bonding thing. Yeah. It takes a relationship to another level. Yes. So even like we have a child, as we talk about like, oh, co-parent, uh, we talk about co-parenting on the yeah. last topic, whatever. It's like, there are some privileges or they're not privileges, but certain things as the mother of his child that I have more of a say to, you know, mm-hmm. on than a regular girlfriend. Depending on the relationship, okay. depending on the dynamic, depending on whatever, whatever, depending on how, I say whatever. In what part of their life? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I have, to, I have to think really deep about it. You know, like, especially if it's a newer girlfriend, too. Because, like, okay, let's say my situation. I don't want to say my situation per se, but let's say, oh, you have a child or baby mom or whatever. And the girl, baby mama, that is part of your family, know your mama, know everybody, in and out, like, she's everybody's sister, whatever. You have a new girlfriend. It was a major family situation going on. The family may call the baby mom before they call the girlfriend. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So, that's some, so my point is to say, like, having a child is, a society has definitely made it seem like, oh, you have a child, mm, I'm to the next, I just have a baby mama, I just have a baby dad, whatever. That part is also very wrong because it makes it seem like a child is just, oh, I just, you know, a little poop right here. And I go, like, Nick Cannon, you have been 20 kids. So it really does, you know, make it such, it makes it, I don't want the word, it should never be childish, <laughs> but it just makes it such, a, like, a thing that is not a heavy thing. Because having a child with somebody, whether it's intentionally or not intentionally, is very heavy, is very bonding, whatever. Um, so, again, now back to the marriage thing. Uh, that's I'm like, parent on their household, you know what I'm saying? If they're the type that they say they don't want to get married in court, what if they say, you know what, we like how our dynamic is? Because some people could, some people will say that the only thing that marriage does is to make things legal, legal. right? Mm-hmm. I believe in the sanctity, century, blessing, legal, everything about marriage. Yeah. I, everything you said about it changes stuff, absolutely. I believe in all of that. But some people feel like, 
oh, we've been living together. We, we are life partners, whatever, for 15 years. Mm-hmm. We're not married. We got four kids. We got six grandkids. We just don't have, and we have houses together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we just don't have the legal of, like, let's sign this document, whatever. Maybe our taxes needs to be filed separately or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like the society we live in is so different. It's so weird, you know, but I do agree that he was having low self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? I don't think... It, it made me wonder, are they going to last? No, the way they act in the end, they broke up for a little bit. Because with this little thing, and you mad, like, you this mad, this heavy, and you try to make it like, oh, this uh, I'm being a man, protecting my family, that's bullshit. And that's why I feel like, I, that's why I say I hate half-stepping. That was bullshit. That that's was bullshit. What, and that's why I'm saying I hate half-stepping. And I feel like even if he was married and he did that too, that's still bullshit That's to me. bullshit if he did it when he was... I, uh-huh. I, the act of himself was yeah. always going to be bullshit. Yeah. Because you don't get on, no matter what, if I'm your boyfriend, if I'm your girlfriend, whatever, whatever, we marry husband, wife, you don't get on social media to address something you have a problem and with. And then my public figure out that. You don't do that to me. Because, yeah, what you did was you tried to shame me. You so, did. like, yeah. at the end of the day, that was always going to be wrong, no matter what, as a relationship, as a yeah. partnership of any standard. They could have been my friend. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that to yeah. me. If you have a problem with me, we talk about it privately. Yeah. But I, my thing is, like, this half-stepping. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You do not get to come out here and make it seem like, oh, I'm putting my foot down as the man of the mm-hmm, house. Because, mm-hmm. like, to me, even when people do all that, oh, yeah, we're together, but we're not going to get married, woo, mm-hmm. woo, whatever, whatever. To me, it's still just kind of like a whatever. It's a loophole for y'all relationship. Mm-hmm. Y'all can do all that shit in the world. Mm-hmm. And it mean all of that to you, but that's all in theory. If it ain't on paper, it really don't matter. And we all know this is just a factor of America. I don't agree with that. I don't think if it's, it's not it's on theory. paper, it's in, it doesn't matter. To me, it's like in theory. Because at the end of the day, what happens is, God forbid, if something happens to your partner and y'all in the hospital, yeah, yeah. you don't have no say. That it's I agree. I totally agree. But there are also ways around it. You could get people part of attorney when certain things that happen. That's extra, I agree extra, with what yes. you said, absolutely. But I, for me, like because now also with, you know, me meeting different people all the time now with my profession i'm learning to respect and understand other people's relationship and other people's way of living even if i don't agree with it mm-hmm. so i don't want to say do i want to hell yeah i want to be married i'm not gonna be i'm not trying to have another child another man that is not gonna marry me like absolutely not and child or not i want to have a home a partnership with one person where we're growing together you know what i'm saying and i believe as a christian that's what i believe in mm-hmm. too um but if Again, you see some people that damn they be scared for all this lie, and the only thing they say, oh, you know, we just don't want the government and our shit. I mean, I think that's some some weird, like you know, other people's stuff, you know. And never white people do it, do the same same shit too. You know what I'm saying? Not even just hold up, um, but some people just like, oh, we just want our businesses completely separate. That's cool, but it don't matter in the court of law. I mean, th- I'm not saying I don't respect mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say that ain't your man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I respect it. That's still uh-huh. your man. Right, 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 right. But at the end of the day, like some people still get married. But we talk like the legal thing. They do do the studio ceremony, like and you know we do. That was for sure, mm-hmm. and that's great. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when it really come down to all the shit that you want to do, because okay, yeah. I saw a great post actually yeah. on Pulse Night Jam, and it talked about um, th- these these women were like, as a Nigerian, as a woman, do not give your child, don't give um, the last name of your child to, to your, the dad. to the dad, uh-huh. especially if they are deadbeat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was saying how like she's trying to move or something, like I she saw trying, that. she's trying to go to a somewhere and now she can't even take he her. didn't want to sign a passport yeah for she can't take mm-hmm. the kid because the kid has the, the father's last name mm-hmm. and it really made me think like damn that's low key something to think about absolutely you know what I mean like when people have kids because I think that it's just so automatically assumed a lot of women just be yeah. like oh whatever and I think that's 
and 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 women's concepts to um you know for lack of better words not feel like your child's a bastard mm-hmm, child you mm-hmm. know because that's where that mentality comes yeah. from and also just society you have your father's last name it, that's what I'm saying yeah, because but that's it's that like, or not it, yeah that's that that that's how people see it but I was like damn that is true because it's like if we're not under one mm-hmm. how does that now yeah, yeah, yeah. impact like is it now because under the court of law things like are. If it's under one union, then that's just how it is. Like, when you do, like I always tell people, when you do your family tree, yeah. as women, that child don't go to our family tree. We don't have no separate family exactly. tree. That's a husband, that's the exactly. surname of whoever yeah. your, the, the, the baby daddy is. Yeah. So I'd be feeling like, I think this was just like, it really just kind of showed you like, damn, they talk all this. Because, yeah, Kiki be outside every day. Yeah. I love this man. He's a good man. When we decided to have a baby, we sat down, we talked about it, woo, woo, woo. But now we're seeing that like, oh, y'all don't have a a full household. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think also with what you said about, you definitely have to be careful. Again, whether you're intentionally, I always say this, whether you're having casual sex and like, oh, I'm just having fun. Whoever you sleep with casually, still take a minute to think that, what if I, oops, mistakenly, if I get pregnant, yeah. can this person be a father? Yeah. Because condoms break. Breast controls are not 100% proof. You get what I'm saying? So things do happen. So it's just like if you do end up with a deadbeat, hell yeah, I'm not even going to chase him to sign my birth okay. certificate, my child certificate. I ain't finna whatever. But I think, you know, back to when I was, like, was in Nigeria, I knew a lot of couples that husband and wife are not married. Yeah, for sure. Because the whole married um, court signing thing is a Western thing. Yeah, Even in sure. the Yoruba culture, we do, again, we do union. Yes. Family will come, introduction, engagement, whatever, and we do a little, um, they do have a document that you sign, um, but the whole concept of legal thing is a Western thing. For you know sure. what I'm saying? So now, are we going to say that type of relationship that's is society, not serious? That's a different society. That's okay. why. Okay. Because in this society, mm-hmm. it matters. I agree. Because in, that's, I agree. in Nigeria society, I agree. if your husband was to pass or your baby or whatever, they mm-hmm. acknowledge you as the Absolutely. wife so everything is going it's all going to go to you whatever Absolutely. thing in this society ain't no acknowledgement you might have to be in a different state and be together for certain years yeah. for common law exactly. that's my only thing because my biggest some fear some sort of too, marriage is important yeah that, that's my only thing with marriage like my whole big fear is that I, God forbid I'm invested I'm doing all of this with a yeah. man and our children are involved yes. too and then it's like Something happens and we have no, we cannot. No security. We cannot talk about it. Yeah. We have no say, no nothing because at the end of the day, this is what, this is what we move forward with legally. I totally agree because I think, you know, whether you do it to whatever, but you know, every culture um, acknowledges some sort of marriage because sure. even with the whole Davido situation, I heard, cause you know, they were married for a long, they were mm-hmm. married for the longest yep. and they were together for a very long time. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that reason why they actually got married because in some Igbo cultures, um, they if, wouldn't let the baby be buried, the, be buried yep. by the fa- father's family yep. because it's like, Oh, you're not, you are out. You are the Igbo woman's child. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because you did not marry this woman. She doesn't have your name. You didn't mm-hmm. do it. You didn't pay br- bright prices. Our own way. Mm-hmm. Of doing our own legal stuff, you didn't yep. pay any bride price, so no, you cannot yep. bury this child as yours. As yours and yep. of course, a typical Nigerian my ego, pride, whatever, whatever. Oh, I'm gonna marry you because this is this my, my child. child. Do you even say? Because even the fact that the child is even his first name is Infine too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. There's not no other, you know, it's not a Yoruba name as the first name. Yeah. Um. So I totally agree with everything you're saying. For me, I'm just like, okay, there's other side of it. But he tweaked. He did her bogus, you know. Let's um, get to, how do you think Kiki is now reacting? Mm-hmm. Kiki's got merch talking about I'm a mother and this because, and the other. Yeah. Do you feel like Kiki's reaction is also warranted? You want to play goofy games? I'll play goofy games with you too. Mm. And then she never... She, 
I'm not mad at it. She made I'm a mom shirt. Kiki's a Bagana bag. Okay, I'm looking want to order the shirt. I'm definitely going to order the shirt. I've seen too. a couple of people order that shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna order the shirt. Um, and it's like because you're ridiculous, you fucking yeah. ridiculous. So you wanna you wanna go low? I'm gonna take it to hell. I definitely think. Um, okay, so let me play a little male devil advocate. So I was listening to some of my, you know, I listen to male centered podcasts, um, and I was trying to hear it from the guy's point of view. And a lot of what men were annoyed with outside of the dress is they felt that Kiki showed a level of intimacy with Usher that was inappropriate, i.e. they thought that Kiki was, like, caressing his neck. They were like, she didn't have to be holding him. Like, he could have just sang to her. Um, And as we see since that incident, Usher has now um, sang to both Saweetie and Winnie Harlow, and they both made, to me, a very corny attempt to make it known that they're in relationships and whatever is inappropriate. Um, Do you feel that, one, do you feel like it was inappropriate? Like, did Kiki act inappropriately with Usher? Oh, man, you know... If we want to use the ordinary eye to look at it, I get how one would be offended. I I can, I can see how it can be considered inappropriate, you know, okay. because because yeah, it was a little flirtation. Like if I get it, yes, one it it does seem inappropriate. However, again, this is why I say you are with a celebrity. Usher is a celebrity. It's a performance. She probably ain't never gonna talk to this man ever again in her life. I feel like we are even regular folks. We all gave her like a pass. Like, gee, if Idris Elba is here, gee, and he wanna grab me by the waist, husband, don't be mad. Yeah, don't be mad. Cause when else? Come on. I saw a little interview. I don't know if you saw. I think we sent to each other. Um, I think Idris Elba did like a ABC Good Morning Show performance, mm-hmm. whatever. And this woman's husband. She, he came with the wife yes. at 5 a.m. in the morning because yes. he said, I know how much my wife loves you. Yes. I'm going to let her go crazy over you. And he was right there. She was hugging him and cheesing her, whatever. She ain't never going to see him again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And you even have you see Usher again, I don't think that they have that type of relationship. Exactly. You, should, that's something like, you also have to have that trust in your partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this all could have been a conversation after. You have to know what you're, you're a regular guy. And you dating a celebrity. Mm. People are like, he should need to be like Stedman. Uh, Oprah's um, <laughs> Oprah's boyfriend. What What is boyfriend? What Stay Life partners, place. whatever. You ain't never heard Peem from that man. His mouth is short. Mm. Like, come on. Know your role. Like, it's you. It's not for a regular folk. I will say this. But they didn't cross the line now. He ain't spank her ass. I, yeah, he ain't I, grab I mean, her. She ain't kiss him. But if that interaction was between two regular folks... Like, if, you know, you saw your boyfriend and maybe it was an old-time friend and they're like, hey, hey, like that. Ah, come on, what's going on here? Yeah. What's going on here? I mean, I think that, um, I will say this. I think that the way Kiki's handling it after the fact, I hope Shane Lynn's social media gets on her head. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. hi, Nassis. You feeling yourself? Mm-hmm. Do you do the small dance that you did? With you, you know, It was petty. That was cute. That, it was petty. I gave you your petty already. Then the I'm a mother, I'm a mother. It's okay. I think it that at petty. a certain point, like, you still got to acknowledge that's your man and you heard his feelings. Okay, that's you your still, man. You that's still got to acknowledge. to have a family aight, with. All right, baby, you man. All right. Because at the end of the day, like, for me, you know, don't go crazy, but I do like, I like when my man feel a little entitled to me. <laughs> I do. I do like a little bit of, uh-huh. you know, get to, get, feel a little bit, a tad bit jealous. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, okay, you feel it. But don't, you know, obviously don't do misbehave like that. Yeah, yeah. But like, 
I think that you still gotta acknowledge. Like, yeah, you treat him because he did too much. You agree? You, you I mean, treat I agree. Him, mm-hmm. But I think that at the same time, now you're mocking him because and you know yeah, your yeah, star yeah, power yeah. is way bigger than his. Yikes! Your star power is way bigger than his. Yikes. So just let it be. He already got dragged on social media. You know, he got dragged. You know what I'm saying? You said what you said. You came out with your merch. I think it is also time. That's, it should stop there. Yeah, at, at, at a certain time, it's like okay. He, it, it ain't that deep, Kiki. You do you do have to acknowledge that's something that as women, it's hard for us. And that's why I be saying that that's why it's important to have this step of mm-hmm. marriage. Because things happen in your relationship. That's true because where you don't make that shift that I belong to you now. No, you you no, I agree. You got a point because if that's a husband, she probably wouldn't do all of that. She would it would, it would be her Like I gotta respect my husband. My husband, my husband, yeah. my husband. You have a point. You have so a it's point. Like, with that. Sometimes it'd be like, Yeah, we had a baby, but you still my boyfriend. We still like people it don't register. It's yeah. just something else that you yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, in her mind, I'm sure she's just like, I'm still kiki and shit ain't slowing me down. Because huh? it was a dance. It was, what was she saying? Like, if you act up, I'm going to step. I'm a link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you act up, I'm a link up. That's so what you, you say to your boyfriend. So that means you saying that he's acting up, you finna link up to the next man? But that's what I'm saying. But that's some shit you say for your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, because they have a child, we're going to make them rethink. We're going to be like, kiki, you can't be saying shit like that. Yeah, that's yeah, the baby. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if. Y'all had that other attachment, and again, I'm not shading people who have children mm-hmm. out of what, like you know. It nah, is what bitch, you shading me. That's what uh, you doing. You abusing me. Thanks. It's okay. Continue anyway, this shit. Anyway, it's not shit. <laughs> no, because I, I definitely understand. You know, quiet is kept. I be having my little conversations with people like it is what it is. It is gonna be what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, I think that some like in this new society, yeah. There are so many people that get on social media to play relationship guru. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of it is like, one, people don't be in relationships long enough yeah, 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 to yeah. do all of this. And two, we don't have any solid relationships. And I think that like that's the difference because people brought up Chance. Uh-huh. Like the, itu- the situation with him at, Car- what was it, Carnival? Mm-hmm. And um, people were saying like, is what like what's the difference between the two like, is it the same because people like especially women they were like women were hard on chance but we're supporting kiki mm-hmm. is there a difference to you i mean i guess what we could say that was is what he has a wife there's a lot of difference <laughs> we could say like there's a oh yeah i mean no, that's a major difference like yeah besides too. the fact that oh, he does have a wife come on this was gyrating and grinding and private parts touching private parts Okay. And for me, like I said before, I feel like the big difference because I understood the context of Carnival, Catch yeah, a yeah. Wine, woo woo woo. To me, the big difference is that Chance presents himself as somebody who is so devout that he wouldn't even engage in this type mm-hmm, of behavior. That's mm-hmm. that's to me what made it a big deal because it was Chance. Yeah, yeah. That it happened to and Chance be propagating this. I love my wife. I see no one but my wife. Mm-hmm. My wife. My wife. My wife. So for you to go to Carnival and catch that wine to that extent, it was a serious wine. Too. You was in that. You ain't. You want to think about nothing about Marley in there. You want to think you about You were your leaning family. back. You got three men holding you. That was a Chicago juke. Like okay. you, you went. That was a, for your ancestors. And I think like with Kiki, it was a lot of showmen. It was a performance as well. Yeah. She did do a little twirl, yeah. a little that. But I also felt like Kiki don't perform. Kiki ain't no. never said in her life no. that she ain't about that life. No. So that's why I was like, yeah, it, it aligned. Yeah. Her. Okay. Relationships, relationships, relationship. Let's go to the white people relationship. Ooh, okay. white people, white drama. So Jonah Hill um, and his ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, also have their own little relationship drama. So Sarah Brady, she's a surfer, and she did actually post their text messages on Instagram. Mm. Y'all, people in relationship, y'all need to, like, keep your shit in private, okay? Y'all fake. So basically, they're not together anymore, and she basically said that he was abusive like emotionally abusive and trying to control her so the testimony that she shared i'm just gonna read a little 
um, part of it. And the things that he said he needs. He says, mm. um, if you need to, because she's a surfer, okay? If you need to surf with men, they need to be boundaries, okay? Mm. Um, boundaryless inappropriate friendship with men is a no, okay? Also, to model, no. To post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. To post sexual pictures. Friendship with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful is a no. I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it. And there'll be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic relationship or partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Hmm. Okay. So that was the main gist of it. Whatever. What are your thoughts about this um, boundaries that he gave her? This fall in line with what I was just saying. We're not married. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be saying? All of, like, to me, I just think that, like, that's the point of dating. Yeah. Like, if it's this deep that you got to say all of this and enforce all of this, then we're not meant to be together. So, so sometimes I get confused because, like, when people say we're not married, but there are certain actions or certain things, you know, levels that will lead to, the ma- to marriage, right? Yes. So it's like, if you feel like as a guy or as a woman, like, as for me, even though I'm like, oh, I don't want my man posting whatever. Like, yeah, my boyfriend, I, I, that's something you have to know who you're dating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're the type that posts goofy stuff and you're always posting your, you are doing Instagram boy behavior, I'm going to know not to date you. A period. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I know that's not what I like exactly. and I'm not trying to control and change you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but with his boundaries, I feel like I get where he's coming I like that he was honest about it and like, listen, you, this is your rules. This is what you want. And if I could adhere to it, I'm going to say yes or no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of it of it being a back and forth, fighty, 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 whatever stuff. Now, of course, the certain things is given like, okay, damn, you trying to control every movement. Um, but the part where he was like um, surfing with men, Come on, she's a surfer. She's a surfer. She, How like, you gonna be with you, a surfer and make you some gonna of these say rules? she can't? And it's million man sports too. So who else she gonna surf with? It's not a lot of women in in this surfy industry. No. Um, he was like boundaryless and appropriate friendship with men. I think that's again. I wonder what type of relationship they have and what is it that she does. But that's with any relationship, whether you're married or you're dating, whatever. Like, of course, respect yourself. Like. Don't do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. What else he said? He said to don't post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. I'm a She's surfer. a surfer. <laughs> what else she got post? Like what? To me, and this is what I'm saying. Like when I when I'm bringing like y'all and I mean, I just feel like, and it's not to say that your husband could control you. Yeah, but I understand where when a man is is your husband, he feels like he can enforce a little bit more. But the things I feel like before one becomes a husband, certain oh, things shit. need to be enforced. Why? Because don't be okay with everything I'm doing now and then you're gonna wait till we marry to now to be say, like, oh no, you're my wife, so you can't do this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, don't do that. No. That don't make sense. So that's why I'm like, where is the balance? I feel like to me I feel like Certain things happen naturally mm-hmm. if we're into each other as the relationship is progressing. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, for me, for example, I, and I'm going to use myself as an example. For me, I feel like I'm a very liberal person. Mm-hmm. I'm open. I do what I want to the most part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I ain't wild. I ain't, I ain't sexy red out here. But, you know, <laughs> like, I do what I feel like I want to do. Yeah. Now, when I'm in relationship situations, when I'm, like, in love and I love somebody... I naturally, yeah, yeah, like things about me naturally change. Yes, I naturally become more nurturing. Yeah, I naturally do more for you, and I naturally think more about. Hmm, damn, 
let me not be out here like this because so-and-so feel away about this. Yeah. So I feel like if the, the relationship calls for it, these things will naturally happen. Mm-hmm. You don't be having, you don't have to start enforcing and making commands about like, you can't post this. You can't do this. You can't do that. I feel like all of that is like, now you're giving controlling. Yeah. 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 You're giving controlling. And I feel like it, to me, it's even crazier for you to feel like you can, you can have an input in my life when you haven't made a claim to be in it forever. Yeah. 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 That's why I keep saying like, you're I not get my that. husband. Yes. Cause yes, how can yes, you yes. make a claim to change something about me when you haven't even made, when we don't even know if you're going to be here forever mm-hmm, for it to matter. Mm-hmm. What if my next husband like this thing about me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't change it for you. Exactly, exactly. That's how I'm like. That's how I'm like. But you know, also like people will be like, you know, a lot of women say, "Oh, I'm not gonna cook for a man. I'm not gonna do his laundry till he's my husband, whatever." But it's just like, how realistic is that? And also, it's just like, it's certain things that you would do with your partner that will help you realize this is gonna be my husband. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, do I expect my boyfriend to pay all my bills? No, but if I see that he offers to pay a bill or two, for me, I'd be like, hmm. Husband quality right there. Mm-hmm. Now, am I going to make a requirement that my boyfriend, you got to pay out my bills? Or you, you know what I mean? No. As a husband, that conversation would be different. You know what I'm saying? Because like now we're at one household. So certain things would be like, okay, you the man in the household. You got to pay this bill. That's what you I'm, know what I'm saying. saying? Like, and I feel like men that really feel start feeling that way about you will naturally start exactly. picking up a role of trying to pay a bill. They might not pay your mortgage or whatever off top. But I feel like men that, that like you, that really care about you, they want to they wanna ease your life. Yeah. They'll pick something to be like, let me handle that for you. The same way a woman would be like, you know, let me cook you a meal. Am I, am I cooking for you seven days a week? No. no. Uh, but like, oh, I could come over and help you because you have a long day. I can help you clean up yeah. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and whatever else that women do in relationship, not to just limit it to cooking and laundry. Um, but for me, I'm just like, please, why are you posting on social media? That's too much. Why? Because what are we going to do? It literally was all this person text message so you people you know people on comment were like i'm still with jonah hill don't bring this white <laughs> white drama to our life you want to live with as, as an abuser like the man told you what he wanted either be for real or leave people also I, I i do think that there is like we have to really start understanding these labels that women because okay don't y'all remember when i was on here saying okay so if jonathan majors got into it with his girl that make him an abuser mm-hmm. that's how i be feeling about some of this stuff like so now him and his girl he told his girl he don't like this and he want a boundary. That make him a narcissist and a misogynist and all this other bullshit. Damn. It don't. Yeah. Like, we had we had a little something within us. Yeah, that yeah. don't now make that my identity. Exactly. Like, you know, I don't know Jonah Hill, Lou. That is not my friend from yeah. anywhere. But it's just kind of like, no, I'm not going to sit here and ride this wave of Jonah Hill as a misogynist and narcissist because Absolutely. you and him could not agree on your relationship terms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, enough about relationships. Okay, let's move on to more interesting things. So, guys, um, Essence Fest happened this past week as well. Essence Fest always happens over July 4th weekend in New Orleans. And one of the um, two headliners from that weekend on Saturday, I believe, was Megan Thee Stallion. And on Friday was Janelle Monae. Mm-hmm. Both of these women, you know, are not shy about their bodies, their sexuality, or anything. As we know, Megan is the stallion. That is how we know mm-hmm. her and address her as such. And Janelle Monet has been actually taking a turn and embracing her sexuality. Yeah. You know, we know Janelle Monet for them tuxedos and whatever, whatever she was mm-hmm. doing. But as of recently, she has been freeing the she nipple. She said, I'm a sexy lesbian. You know, she has been doing it all to let you know that she has a body and she is willing to use it. But our neo soul goddess, India Ari, mm-hmm. really was not feeling that. 
Um, so India Ari, who is most notable for songs like Brown Skin, Ready to Love, I Am Not My Hair, hair mm-hmm. all of those, um, she got on social media to basically say that she feels like it is inappropriate that we live in a society now where girls are twerking on stage and showing ass and for Essence Festival to be this um, conglomerate of black structure, black family structure, and all these other things for y'all to showcase these women twerking and shaking their ass is completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And basically, India Ari says she is not here for all of this twerking and ass shaking on public stages. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, she got attacked a little bit mm-hmm. for it, but we here cross culture, we want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that India Ari was wrong for her I, statement? No, I don't think she's wrong at all. Gang, gang. I, I think. It's life. You get what I'm saying? Ying to the yank. Like, if everyone is awful, let's twerk. And then some bitches be happy walking, working, walking around naked. Facts. Somebody got to be like, okay, let's calm down. True. You get what I'm saying? This wasn't their own personal concert. Yeah. Now, if this was their own personal headlining concert and this is what you do at your show, mm-hmm. by all means. Because we, we know what to expect from all artists, right? Yes. You know how to make the styling, you're going to see some ass shaking, whatever. But I think yes. the main thing is like, you know, they brought... Hella girls on the stage, mm-hmm. you know, audience just shaking ass. Some of them were just wearing underwear. It, it was kind of like, this is like a booty fest at this yeah. point, you know? And with SS Fest, I mean, what to you? What do you think SS Fest? SS Fest is not just with artists, but, it's, you know, it's different things that they have going on, right? Yeah. I mean, so Essence Fest, the, the structure of Essence Fest is um, it is a huge convention where, convention is where they're throughout the day, there's def- there's different stages and different houses. There's like health houses, beauty houses, different things. Businesses, Where yes. um, you do get a lot of information from black people exactly. in these industries. And then at the end of the night on Friday and Saturday, they do a concert. Absolutely. Now. I do think that people got to stop conflating this fam. Like, honestly, why are you bringing your kids to an Essence Fest concert? Because at the end of the day, that concert is late. It's at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. It's not a child-friendly concert. That's that's That, to me, is like... I think maybe it depends on the artist. No, it's just not a child... Like, to be, like... Bringing you, this is not a concert to bring your kid to. I, I'm not in the in the mindset or in the habit of bringing children to concerts that are late at, at all. Night. Yeah, that period, are late yeah. at night. Like yeah, if yeah. this concert don't start at five and end at nine, mm-hmm. then there's no reason I'm bringing you, especially because it's a festival. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Essence Fest at the end of the day is still a festival. Mm-hmm. As auntie as we have curated it to be, mm-hmm. it's still a festival. Mm-hmm. So if I would not bring the same way we were judging people for bringing their nine year olds to Astro World, yeah, we should judge people for bringing their children yeah. to the Essence Fest concert because mm-hmm. that is a separate ticketed event mm-hmm. so like you ain't have to bring them to that yeah um i mean i do think that's like i think that what india is saying without really saying it is that we are now creating a culture where we only want to see women perform if this is part of the performance which is true you know we don't make we don't make enough room for the up and coming stars that are like a India or are like a original Erica not anymore just got where they wouldn't be twerking or they wouldn't be doing that because you know Janelle Monae has been out for a long time but I think that with years. with this with this run of her album because she's showing so much skin and doing that it's a little it's a different type of spotlight mm-hmm. um but I do think that like India Aria wasn't your place to say that. I don't think I, I think it, she has a right to say that you know like she's a public figure she's a figure in the black music industry um she's an artist she's a woman you know again you can agree you don't have to agree with it you know yeah. but I think she as an artist you know you have a right to say like hey I feel like I don't agree with this type of public performance mm. now 
can she enforce it? No. no. Can you, you know, be like, oh, by five, by four. It's like, girl, no. You spoke your piece. Yeah. It's fine. But I do agree. You made a very good point where it's like, those artists like NDRE, they're now underground artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're now contemporary yeah. artists. Like, you don't really see them. It's like, you have to search for them. You have to search yeah. for their own events. But it's like, now, the mainstream is just, really is the booty shaking. And now, they would never get a headline at Essence like Megan Thee Exactly. Yeah. Now, do we enjoy the booty shaking? Yes. I'm not going to lie. But not too much. Because the same way, I'm like, okay, there's a point. Meg decides she's kind of reduced on her posting since the whole, like, legal thing she's going through. Mm. But there's a point, like, every time you get on Instagram, she, it's her booty cheek. I'm like, mm. I don't even need to see her face. I know what her butt looks like. Yes. I know the dimple on her ass at this point. And it's like, like, but it's like, okay, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know that they're very talented. Y'all have great songs. Perform, too. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not just jiggle the ass. But I do you know? think that, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, for... I think for India to make that statement like that, it almost reduces it to just the ass shaking because because Megan the Stallion, it's not like an ice spice. Mm-hmm. Ice spice, all she do is shake her ass. She mm-hmm. she's not there yet in performance where she's learned to add stuff. Megan has started adding choreography. Yeah. She does things, so it's like I get that towards the end because that's what essentially what it was. Towards the end of it, they they had a little twerking contest. Yeah. She brought all the people on stage to twerk, and I feel like that is part of Megan the Stallion's. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they booked Megan the Stallion, yeah. and we knew that they booked her. In your mind, you should know that at some point this is going to happen. Now it would be weird. I think it would be weird if, like, for Lauren Hill, there was a twerk set. Yeah, for, I mean, but that's yeah. not their type of. It's music. not their type of, and that's what but, I'm saying. It's like that's already Megan. And type I, I of think music. what she's saying is. Now, everything does not belong on a stage. That's why I'm like, okay, maybe I need to really understand the purpose of Essence Fest. Now, if it was your own personal concert, it's like, I get it. Like, yes. you expect that. But, you know, it's not just your personal concerts. And whether we want to agree that, oh, kids should be there or not should be there, kids are there. Like, Essence does not, um, you know, advertise it as just, this is a strongly just an adult thing. Again, it's a convention. They have different businesses, different talks, different events, different whatever, you know? So if I'm like, oh, I have my teenage daughter there with me and we're there for the whole day, then we end up being there for the whole day. Now, should there be boundaries? Of course, yes. Have your kids go home. But for me, just like, for me, I see Essence Fest as like, oh, this is like a, an elite, not elite, but you know what I'm saying? Like a different level type. It's a movement. But you I know? feel like that's what I'm saying. It's the concert part. Mm-hmm. Like the whole fest all day for sure. Yeah. Once it gets to the concert, this is the after dark but part. But it don't, yeah, but it don't mean it should turn into some crazy because it's a concert and it's late at night. It should turn to some crazy sex fest. Now, of course, they do sex fest. That's me, just whatever. But it doesn't mean it should turn because typically we know concerts are mainly an evening, night, night thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The Drake thing too. Well, it wasn't no type yeah, night. Was you know what I'm saying? Sure. Was that booty shaking on the stage? But Drake no, not an but shaker. exactly. Yes. But it's like because I'm the point of view saying because it's a concert that should immediately be expected. Not necessarily. No, I'm saying that know? when they booked Megan the set, that's part of her brand. Yeah. So I think there should be boundaries in the type yeah. of. So if you're saying events, that you don't is. agree with artists like mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion performing at Essence Fest, that's different. But I think that like for that part of Essence yeah. Fest, that like that that concert part is is strictly like. All right, we grown now. It is yeah, what yeah. it is. Because Lil Wayne came on stage with a blunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like, it's equal. Like, if you felt it was that inappropriate, why you ain't making no post mm-hmm. about Lil Wayne walking on stage with a full blunt? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't, 
Like, say what you really want to say. I think she said, she's, she said quite a lot. And she say responded. What you really say. I think she said a lot. I think those two girls were just the examples and there were yeah. two main ones. But she did say, I don't like this moment that we all yes. have. She said, I do love Janelle and Meg. This is not a personal dig at them. Yeah. But I think it's just the overall moment, which you did talk about, yes. that how this is all we just see with music. This is how mm-hmm. we just put ourselves, especially on an international level, too. Yes. And I think it's also like, it does put a lot of pressure as black people. We have this like, Thing on our shoulder like oh we have to be prim and proper you know what i'm saying because you know um so she's old school so she has that mindset too you did know we, did we talk about the bet awards really not well, fully. i don't think so so it's like okay so that was like a comment with the bet awards mm-hmm. just a quick side note like the bet awards gave very much bt hip-hop awards yeah. this year because it was a lot of like there is no class to quiet. Quiet is kept. There Damn. just wasn't. It wasn't any class to it. Mm. People came and whatever. What we'll bring class to an event? We'll How people class. dress? Mm-hmm. You know, dress like dress like there was a dress code. People were dressed in like whatever everyday attire. Yeah. And there's a certain level of behavior and decorum, right? Like for example, when Lotto won for best rap female artist, Lotto ran on stage with one shoe on, one shoe off. I guarantee you, if that was the Grammy, she wouldn't have did. Hell that. no. She wouldn't have did that. She would either kept both them shoes on or took them off or waited or. Whatever yeah. she, she wouldn't have did that. Even all that little Even J T. It'd be it'd be it'd be little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now JT might have did that at the Grammy. She might, especially because the cameras weren't supposed to be mm-hmm. on. She might have did, but that. that behavior is not acceptable, nonetheless. It's, it's unacceptable. You know, what I'm saying? you know what I mean? There's just certain things that's like, you know, I guess when we say we expect certain things at these black events. Mm-hmm. So I understand when you say that. Like when you think Essence, you think Ebony, you think Jet Magazine, you think higher yes. publications of black excellence. Yes, like, yes, yes. This yes. wouldn't be where we have the twerk set. So I do understand her saying that. Yeah. But I also want you, like, girl, say what you really want to say, which is like, you tired of ass shaking music being yeah, a forefront and, of music. Yeah, yeah. And I think with the BET, okay, so what should be the dress code for BET? Because BET hip hop, what is the dress code for that? Because BET hip hop is not formal wear. Is it not? You said BT hip hop is not supposed to be formal. No, mean, I'm saying BT hip hop. The culture is not formal. BT hip hop, no. Mm-hmm. BT awards, it's supposed to be. Okay, okay, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they need to start putting a formal dress code. I don't get an invitation. I mean, but when so you look know. back, I think it's obviously different. When you look back to even like early 2000, people were not wearing tuxedos to the BT. No, not tuxedos. But there was definitely were, a yeah. level of class to yeah. it. Whether you're wearing some. Um, uh, I'm trying to see slacks and Sla- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think about these other black designers, whatever. Whether you're wearing some whatever outfit, but it's a level of class to it. It's not swimsuit cover like sexy red war. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She literally, you could tell she got that from Rainbow. Like that outfit did not cost her more than twenty five dollars. Se- sexy red got to stop wearing bikinis and cover ups. Yeah, like that should. That that's inappropriate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I I totally agree. But yeah. we digress. Okay. Um, Sorry, honey. <laughs> all right um so let's talk about something a little bit more um serious so also during this week of um headlines we also got the headline that the supreme court decided to end affirmative action um now for those of you who are not sure what affirmative action is affirmative action is a law that ensured a certain level of diversity inclusion in college applications. Um, This was a law that was enforced in the 60s um, with the rise of the civil rights movements and as more black people started becoming um, educated and matriculating from high school, they wanted more opportunities and higher learning spaces. And what was happening was these big time universities such as Yale, Harvard, um, and all of these Ivy League schools were purposely excluding African Americans, Latinos, Asian Americans, and women um, from their admissions process so what affirmative action 
does was it is a law that enforces a certain amount of people of these diverse backgrounds have to be accepted. Officially on um, June 30th, this was ended. So this has now caused a lot of uproar um, as to what affirmative action does. So I hear a lot of like ups and down, backs and forth. Some people feel like affirmative action was kind of just like a, a cloak and a safety net to allow um, people who really didn't cut it to be in these institutional spaces. So let's kind of talk to both of these feelings. As students that went to um, public institutions, do you feel that affirmative action um, is necessary? It is, okay, because I as well, you know, I'm not going to lie, as an immigrant, I didn't know much about it. I really didn't, um, at least with my situation. Um, And then just doing research and even hearing from those who did get into schools due to it. Yeah. Those... And those affirmative actions, you know, you mainly feel them or it's mainly for, like, those Ivy Leagues. I mean, of course, for all universities. Yes. But, it's like, Harvard, Yale, yes. Stanford, Brown, whatever. You cannot get into those schools if you don't have a good GPA. Yeah. Period. If you're a regular black folks yeah. like us, so yeah. you cannot. If you don't have your essays in good, extra curriculum is in good, your, you know, your ACT scores, you, you cannot. Yeah. The purpose is to... Bring awareness for the schools for those who are like those, you know, who are from lower income families, yeah. you same lower income um, communities who wouldn't even think they could even get in, even though they're super smart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on now. Like, we, we really have to acknowledge that education and um, resources and opportunity is not the same across the board. It's not. Because I remember when I went to Harlan on the south side. The education is different when I moved to the south to the south suburbs. Yeah. It's different. The expectation, the curriculum is different. The textbooks, you, there's lack of textbooks. You know what I'm saying? So which is why a lot of times when we do ACT exams, it's like damn simple vocabulary words, vocabulary words that oh one should know, but it's not being taught yeah. in our school systems. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the other rich kids, it's like they're exposed to those words mm. every day. Yeah. You know, so people feel like oh it's you know they're they're taking away chances from white kids. No, because all these white kids, the ones that get in are the ones where their dad you know they've donated thousands and millions of dollars, but they they had they they look you you know they have some juvie whatever record. You they know what I'm saying? Let, they have bad if, grades. If they're getting rid of affirmative action, then they should get rid of legacy. Absolutely, they the, should. Because then, the, then then it would be even playing field. Exactly. Because if you're telling me that because my my grandfather my daddy went to Yale. I get a higher chance of going to Yale. That's ridiculous. Then that is a a higher up and up. And that is what they are saying with affirmative action. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I totally, I totally agree. Um, So I do think it is unfair that it is banned. Um, You know, I just think about the younger generation, those who dream, who wants to go to this great school. You know what I'm saying? And for clarity, I think that when we think affirmative action, there's such a stigma that's put on black people. Like it's only something that affects black black people. people. But the um, the data actually says that it actually impacts white women the most Mm -hmm. as most things that have to do with diversity inclusion okay they actually impact white women white women benefit from them the most but there is a campaign and a marketing put against black people as if this is something that we take advantage of or stigma um similarly with food stamps and unemployment and all of the all of the state um aids that they give you it is white women that actually benefit from all of those things the most so when y'all are thinking about ways to try to punish black people y'all actually punishing your own people and just 
I also don't want to talk about, you know, the Supreme Court. That's not the only thing they kind of <laughs> banned. Oh, yeah. They also killed um, President Joe Biden's $400 um, billion plan to cancel or reduce federal student loan debts. Mm. Ridiculous. Um, also issuing a major decision that impacts gay rights. So business owners are now, like, legally, you know, have the right to deny uh, providing businesses for those who are gay. Which is crazy. Which I'm like, damn. Like, that don't even make sense. Because, of course, people... St- have always done it but you know you could sue them you could be like why you know but now it's like i, I think I that's cold right. it just don't even make sense because what does that have to do with anything why exactly like if you got the money then i got the business exactly. like it, uh, i don't care uh, who you sleeping with like uh, it's ridiculous I, I think it's too specific too it is it's too specific like i think yes as a business owner you're you have a right to decline any business like there's some For people behavior. Yes. There's some people I'm like, I'm not doing yes. your hair. I'm just not because I have the right as a business to not want to do it. But to make it that specific, it's it's discrimination. Yes. It's it's just discrimination. That's just it. So Supreme Court, they're definitely tweaking. Um, but let's get into TV. Have you been watching anything new? Any different? Anything different? So I have been catching up on different stuff. Y'all know that Netflix is playing with us, so I've been ignoring Netflix because I'm boycotting getting my own account. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching all this other stuff. I'm catching up on College Hill. Okay. You know that whole situation with Amber and Jocelyn happened, and now that I'm watching it from the beginning and seeing everything, I completely agree. Jocelyn should have got her ass expelled. Okay. Because she was never really for school. Like, <laughs> I, let's just even say that. Like, Jocelyn was never really for school. Um, what else have I watched? I ain't really been watching nothing like that. Like, super, super, super memorable yeah like i've been i've been doing a lot of comfort binging like so watching I'm, old shows i'm actually watching match me abroad and, and you know it's just like all this 90 day fiance type of show um but it's um people who are looking for love in america and they feel like their love is not in america so they find a matchmaker some of them find a matchmaker like in morocco and oh, wow. that republic and you know uh, in colombia that they feel like their partners are in this country. Oh, wow. And then they fly to this country. Um, so, example, there's a 32-year-old woman, black woman from Mississippi. Oh. Um, and she feel like her husband is Moroccan. Oh. Okay? Um, and But she's never been in a relationship. She's never been on a date before. Oh. She used to be obese, so she lost a lot of weight. Um, so, now she was, always felt like she was also always friend-zoned. And the American men are different, you know, which we've kind of talked about how American men are. Mm. Um, but it's quite interesting to see, you know, like, I didn't day everyone wants love. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody wants love. No matter how much you say you want to be alone, like, you want, whether it's just in companionship, friendship, we're looking for love in one way. And the fact that people will go to this extent to find a matchmaker, um, it's quite interesting. There's another guy, he is, I think, in his early, maybe 40, and he's autistic, and he's also looking for love. You know, and then with him being autistic, you know, He's awkward, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, maybe not get social social cues and things mm-hmm. like that. So he believes his woman is in some other country. So it's interesting to see that dynamic. Um, there are some cringy moments with this couples because it's a big culture shock. Yeah. Like if there's a, a guy, um, 44-year-old um, Chicago white guy who's going to, went to Morocco that his wife is in and then he's surprised like oh my god the culture is so strict i can't walk down the street holding any woman's hand oh, you know what i mean um as a man like i don't plan on paying all the bills but you know in those other cultures it's just the western culture but other cultures that you had a man you, you, you take care of the household what, there's no confusion that, about exactly and he was like nah i ain't trying to do that like at least go half or something and it's like gee you in morocco 
You went Morocco. That was what I was going to say. How do these people choose these countries? They just randomly are like, yo. Yeah, so with the black lady, her best friend, one of her good friends is married to an American man. So she feels like, okay, she likes how American men are. He takes care of his wife mm-hmm. and maybe interested in the culture, how they look. Yeah. Some, some of them just do the research. Um, they're just interested in the European culture, uh, culture as well. Um, this, this lady, white lady, she's like a princess. You know, the people that pray those... Cinderella as their job okay. um, but she's you know but she's like a feminist like those super feminist but you go into a European country to find a man those European countries are men, not feminist countries no they're not like you women know your place you know what I'm saying um, so just battling that but for me I'm like it's just interesting to see that everyone is looking for love I'm like would you go to another country to find a man hmm I mean for me I feel like I wouldn't just, I would date a man from another country, but I wouldn't seek a man in another country to love. Right. It wouldn't be like, that's the intention. Yeah. Cause then I'm like, I'm going to immediately get into a long distance or I'm changing. Like, I don't know. Uh, to me, culture is a big thing. Yeah. For me. And that's all culture. It's not just my Nigerian culture. It's the cross culture of it all. It's yeah. like understanding, um, norms, you know, just being open both ways. Not that I'm not open to other cultures as well. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I can't do it. It's too much involved for me to just pick a culture and say, unless it's a culture I feel like I'm closely right. aligned with. Yeah, I, I think it's one thing, because I have a kind of people that, like, they went on a solo trip to um, some country. You know what I mean? Whether it's the Caribbean or some African country or London, and, like, boom, they met the love of their life. Yeah. You know, and then they obviously have to, like, somebody has to move. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I get it when that happens, but... But I think, you know, it's also a thing people call, like, the passport boys. I don't know if you've heard about yes. it. Where, like, they intentionally go to, to other countries Colombia, Brazilian, um, Brazil, um, to find, another, you know, to find a partner. Yeah. You know, but even, like, even Africans, we do it. See what I'm saying? Like, we live here all our lives, and then we say, oh, I'm going to Nigeria. We know people that's going to Nigeria. Like, I'm just going to Nigeria just to find a husband. To find, to find a partner. Find to a find wife, a, like, husband, literally yeah. just to find a husband. Like, yep. I'm going to be in Nigeria for three months, yep. and I'm going to Scotland and look for a husband. Like, that's what I'm going to do, you know? Um, I mean, hey, Twitch is on. My dad, he kind of, like, you know, mentioned that to me. He was like, <laughs> you see, I was trying to hook you up with Nigeria, man. You ain't going. I know. My mom <laughs> said, you ain't going. Time. He's like, you can still come. You have an advantage. You are a citizen. A lot of Nigerian men want to come to America. But I'm like, damn, I'm not trying to marry somebody because of. I just don't want to deal. Like, I told you, I got my own PTSD with immigration. With immigration, uh-huh. So I do not be trying to go through that whole thing. Yeah, know? I'm like, damn, for that to be the reason. Like, am I open to date? I don't know. As you said, culture is, is, is yeah, I'm Nigerian, but it's also level to it. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a lot of other shit that I'm like, mm, I don't think I could deal with all of this. Same. Uh, but it's a good show to watch, actually. It's on TLC if you have, like, uh, Max, HBO Max is on it. So it's quite interesting to watch nothing i'm watching i'm watching those 2b shows those black low budget shows Girl, i'm watching this show called the dirty d it's not bad that's funny because i was thinking like damn people be really screaming over these two no g they be it's like think about reality tv but in a show i used to watch like youtube series uh-huh. like those black and sexy tv like i used to watch like full youtube series yep. i imagine 2b to be like that they, they had it's all it's free yeah you, you like, don't need to subscribe and pay yeah. eight nine ten dollars every month maybe i'll find a to be show i'm gonna look in my little facebook groups and see yep yep what to be show speaks to so me. y'all you know support black businesses and everything gotta be hollywood you know uh-huh. what i'm saying um but that yeah that's pretty much it for me okay guys let's move on to some of our other 
um, segment. So you guys know we every week like to talk about something like this, some real stupid, goofy stuff, and we like to call our Alodo <laughs> of the week. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Alodo Rabata, goofass. All right, you guys. So this week, um, our Alodo of the week goes to everybody's best friend right hand google okay every time we have a question all we all know to do is to google it and we expect google to have all the right answers all the time but you know what this is an important lesson in why the technology of the internet is literally the technology of the internet it is not 100 percent foolproof because this week google made a blunder when we googled Luther Vandross, may his soul rest in peace. Mm -hmm. None other than a picture of Master P showed up. I do not know how Google got Master P and Luther Vandross confused. (laughs) They don't look alike. They're not in the same industry. They don't do nothing. They're not the same height. They're not the same complexion. I really don't understand the correlation. However, Google found a correlation. I'm like, what kind of joke is this? Who did this? It was just out the blue. Google Luther Vandross, and here is Master P. I wonder how long that was for because you know I wonder who was doing a research project and said let me look up Luther exactly and saw this and brought it to the timeline but it really goes to show you that at the end of the day all of this shit on technology is man made like yeah technology but somebody did it Mm -hmm. Um, and for that whoever did that is a lodo of the week a lodo all right, so our next segment, Care for the Culture, it goes to Charles Barkley. We know he's a NBA Hall of Famer and sports um, commentator. He shared that he will amend his will and leave a hefty donation to the school, to um, Urban University, a donation of $5 million to ensure that black students will have the ability, ability to gain a higher education, especially um, post this affirmative, affirmative action being banned. Um, so he said this is just his way of trying to make sure Urban stays diverse. This is amazing. I like that. This is amazing. I love when celebrities walk the walk when they talk the talk. Yes. Like, you have to. Like, come on. Like, we don't expect you to be, like, a superman, superwoman. But, come on, what are you doing with your platform? How are you changing the world? What difference are you making? Um, And just, you know, with the situation going on, this is heavily needed okay um, okay because so. we just be seeing billionaire 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 rich yes. rich rich and they don't be doing nothing with that money we yes. don't know what they do with it so so i and i really hope this encourage other um you know celebrities wealthy folks to do the same too because we need it for our black community for the growth of our black community we do need it amen to that any final thoughts you guys um I shall, you know, we're all praying for a relationship. So, please, I'm praying for my own relationship, too, to be married. So, don't take anything I took to heart, okay? <laughs> everybody, the goal is for everybody to find somebody that's for them, I bet. Okay, I agree with that. Um, since we talked about womanhood a lot, um, my quote, it says, we need women at all levels, including the top, to change the dynamic, reshape the conversation, to make sure women's voices are heard, and he did not overlook and ignored. Women cannot be changed. We cannot be controlled. You don't have access to control our bodies, our minds. Let women, let us be, y'all. Like, really, let women be. And this is for every single body. Whether okay. Americans, Afghanistans, men, whatever. Let women be. Let us, let us be our defined selves. 
Like y'all didn't create us, okay? You you're not the creator, so you can't tell us how to be. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the women out there, please. Um, and we love you guys. Continue to listen to our podcast, share it. And this is Cross Culture. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me Hey, it is Eric Mona. It's Danielle, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture.